The Arizona Coyotes are back in action as they face the St. Louis Blues in the second game of a back-to-back. I talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. I'm Carl Pavlock. Just going to be me today. Wanted to talk to you about yesterday's game, preview today's game. Uh, Fortunately, wasn't able to get Robin on the podcast for this one, so just going to be me. Uh, Before we get started, I do want to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen of the day. And I also want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Um, so, first, wanted to just talk a little bit about last night's game. Um, the Arizona Coyotes beat the Chicago Blackhawks three to two in overtime. Shane Gossespair with a crazy overtime winner on the power play. You love to see it. Um, it is the first win that the Coyotes have had since the loss of Clayton Keller. Uh, I know that that feels like, you know, depending on how much we've talked about it, it either feels like not that long ago or forever ago. Uh, to me, just because every single time I've talked about the Coyotes with people, either on the podcast or writing on Five for Howling, or just in general talking to people, I've brought up the Clayton Keller injury. So it feels like it's been a very long time. Looking at my calendar, it just occurred last Wednesday. So not too bad. But there was a real question of who is going to do everything for the Coyotes without Clayton Keller because they are without one of their best players. Um, they're without a lot of their best players because they also do not have Lawson Krause, who, who probably doesn't get enough attention, but also has been missing since last last week uh big penalty killer also a significant part of the offense uh they also don't have jacob chicken um who you know definitely had a step back this season but looked pretty good in his return definitely a key part of the coyotes defense um so yeah the the coyotes are missing these key pieces and they're finding ways to win which is great to see they're not Facing the toughest competition in the league, uh, I don't think anyone thinks that the Chicago Blackhawks are one of the top teams. They're also, you know, in the bottom with the Coyotes. Uh, I, I do think they're probably a year or two away from starting a a full scale rebuild of their own. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see. Until then, though, they're not exactly a team that you want to take lightly. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks are full with a lot of aging players who were around for their cup wins and who have, you know, started to slow down a little bit as they get older, but they, they're still very dangerous players. And it's not that just them. They do have younger players on the, the team as well. Uh, the big one that really stood out to me, Dylan Strom. Uh, Dylan Strom getting his 20th goal of the season. Great to see from the former Coyote. Uh, he has 
struggled to find a spot in, you know, he struggled to find a spot with the Coyotes. Uh, just following the Chicago Blackhawks, he's definitely struggled a little bit there. But, you know, he's the type of player that I think from the very beginning, people are like, oh, you should watch out for him. You should see. So, Strom got his 20th of the year. Debrinkat was involved. Debrinkat, definitely another younger player that the Blackhawks have. Um, on the Coyotes' end, Michael Carcone and Travis Boyd both scored in the middle period. And like I said before, Shane Gossespierre getting his 11th of the season uh, on the power play in overtime. Um, that's a, a nice balance of, of offense that the Coyotes are getting. You know, Carcone is a younger guy. Travis Boyd is an older player. Um, the team is going to need both of them to be successful. Uh, Shane Gossespierre, a defenseman, Boyd and Carcone, forwards. Also, it'd be great if the Coyotes had a little bit more of that balance moving forward this year. And I think it's also important to note that all three of the players that I mentioned are signed past this year. Um, let me just confirm Carcone uh, real quick because I am not 100% sure where he is in his contract. Uh, yes, he is signed next year with a cap hit of 750000 the Coyotes definitely added a lot of aging veterans who they were able to acquire while getting assets and they're all they're a lot of them are overpaid and that's leading to the Coyotes reaching the cap floor. So there is definitely a reason that the Coyotes are, you know, are built the way they are. There are you know, money reasons. There are just team reasons, but there are also a lot of players like Carcone, like Gossis Bear, like Travis Boyd, who the team thinks has a future with this organization. Um, you know, maybe not for the full rebuild. I, I don't know if, if Gossis Bear or Boyd would survive the, you know, three to five years that you'd be looking at for a full rebuild. Kirkoni's young though, so he could definitely stick around. Uh, he is 25 years old. You know, not the youngest youngest, but you know, like I said, if you're looking at three to five years, 20 to 30 when the, uh, when the rebuild goes. Uh, and I can definitely see him being a big part of it. If he continues to grow, um, this season, if nothing else, has been an opportunity for younger players to really show what they can do. And I think Carcone, you know, he is definitely a piece of that. He came up from the Tucson Roadrunners. Uh, he had a, a solid year with the Roadrunners. Um, 24 goals and 17 assists in 48 games. Uh, this year, uh, two goals. No assists in nine games played with the Coyotes. So, you know, definitely some adjustment there. But, you know, he is showing kind of what he can do. And is he going to be with the team moving forward? I, I, I can't say for sure. But he is making a case for himself now. And as long as he keeps doing that every single game, like, we'll keep talking about him. Uh, anyways, that's enough about last game. Uh, like I said, great win, 3-2 overtime win for the Coyotes. Uh, I do have a couple of quick messages from our sponsors, and then we are going to talk about today's game. And that message is from our friends at 
Built Bar. And that's, have you tried the Puffs? If not, you're missing out on one of the best-tasting Built Bars. The Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. The Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. You have the yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, and then my favorite, the banana cream pie. Also good, you're going to find one that will be your new favorite. All Built Bars, including the Puffs, are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're also low-calorie and high-protein. So if you're the type of person who likes to have a candy bar every once in a while, eh, just replace it with a Built Bar. They're better uh, and you know, much fewer calories, much less sugar, and just an all-around tasty treat. What I want you to do is go to built.com and you can use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And we're back. Carl Pavlock with Locked On Coyotes. Uh, again, just going to be me for today. Hopefully we'll get Robin back on the podcast um, tomorrow. Uh, just didn't really work out. Uh, today, but wanted to talk to you about the upcoming game. Uh, but after you're finished checking out this podcast, why don't you go check out Lockdown Now, uh, available on the Lockdown Network. Another great podcast for you to you know listen to, um, and gives you some great up to the minute NHL information. Um, so yes, the Coyotes they are going to be playing again tonight. Gotta love a back-to-back. The Coyotes have gotten so many this season, and they're only going to continue. But it's going to be against a much tougher opponent tonight in the St. Louis Blues. And I, I know I just kind of talked about him in the beginning, but this is the type of game where they are really going to be missing Clayton Keller. Um, Clayton Keller is a native of Missouri. I grew up uh, very close to St. Louis all things considered, and, you know, probably grew up to a Blues fan. And like we have seen so many players before, like Dylan Strom last night, players often give their best games against, you know, their old team or their hometown team. And we saw that game in and game out with Clayton Keller. Uh, I wasn't able to look up how many points or goals he has against the, the Blues. I would be very interested to see. But he definitely scores against them a lot. Uh, he was a major part in the Coyotes winning the seven-game series, uh, if you want to call it that last year against the Blues when COVID kind of just wreaked havoc on the schedule and the Coyotes and the Blues ended up playing each other for seven straight games. Uh, Really fun time. Uh, Coyotes won that series and and definitely Clayton Keller stepped up and was a big part of that. And, you know, if you're the Coyotes, you, you have to know that, you know, Keller has been a big part of the game plan for St. Louis for a long time. Uh, like I've brought up before, he had a ridiculously long Ironman streak going. So he has been, you know, playing these games a lot. And not only was he the best player for the team in almost every game, the Blues were the team that he played the best against. So they're really going to miss out on that. It's going to be another situation where, you know, 
everyone is going to need to step up because it's going to take more than just one person to replace a player like Clayton Keller. And that's not even counting players like Lawson Krause and, you know, Jacob Chikrin, who are also still out. And even some of the smaller contributors, JJ Mosier, uh, Christian Fisher, like the team is missing a lot of people. So they are definitely going to need you know, everyone to kind of step up and show what they can do. Uh, I was, I was impressed with Hudson Fashing's game against the Chicago Blackhawks. It would be great to see him get, you know, have another strong game tonight. Um, but we also have games like our players, like Michelli, uh, Yan unique, um, the previously mentioned Carconi. Like, I know he scored yesterday. Why not get another one today? It's not like he is going to get in trouble for scoring too many goals. Uh, I, I know people think that the Coyotes are tanking, and they absolutely are. But tanks are always about the uh, the way the team is constructed. They're not, you know, the players on the ice. So Carconi does not need to worry about scoring a bunch of goals if he can. Uh, I'm sure the team would love to see it, to love to see him take that kind of next step. But we're also going to need big games from some of the older players as well. Like there's a reason that the, the roster is filled with, you know, veterans, not just for cap reasons, although that is definitely a big part of it. Uh, the veterans are also very useful in providing leadership. Um, last week when I talked to Patrick Brown, like the, I thought Kessel was going to be a big part moving forward um, for the rest of the season and just kind of providing leadership because he knows what to do. He's been around a locker room for plenty of time, uh, you know, years and years uh, across multiple you know, solid organizations. He won two Stanley Cubs. We need, you know, a player like him to kind of show what he can do. Uh, I don't think he necessarily did very much against the Anaheim Ducks. The team looked just generally overplayed and, you know, throughout that one. Uh, he got really heated at the end uh, and was kicked out following uh, the Zegris Terry Beagle altercation. Um, and that was probably the most noticeable he was yesterday. Uh, I thought he, or not yesterday, um, last Friday. I thought he was a bit better, um, you know, against the against the Blackhawks, but still didn't really make him his mark known. And, and we need, you know, players to kind of step up and do that. Uh, I should note that this will be the. Um, it was announced that uh, Prosvetov will be making. Uh, it's not his debut; he's already played this season. Uh, he'll be he'll be playing for the Coyotes today, which is honestly for the best. Uh, Vimelka looked solid against the Blackhawks, but he gave up another early goal to Dylan Strom. I think it was their first shot on net, and we really do not need him to start every single game. Uh, this is a lot like what happened last year with, with Tockett and Aiden Hill. Um, and there's no real reason not to, you know, give someone else a start. Uh, I do, you know, understand the situation for the Coyotes. They traded away their, you know, one B goaltender and Scott Wedgwood. They picked up a, a nifty at, a person from waivers, but he's been taking some time getting the visa issue sorted. Uh, he is apparently ready 
to play, you know, once he gets some practice in, uh, I I agree completely with with Bear not to rush anyone, but yeah, I'll, it'll be interesting to see what Prosvetov can do. He has played against some of the better teams in the NHL. Uh, he always seems to draw in against the Tampa Bay Lightning or the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, the Blues are a good team, but they're not that level. So yeah, maybe he can have a successful night. Uh, Anyways, I'm going to talk about the game a little bit more, go into the odds and what have you, uh, but I do have a quick word from from some of our sponsors. I have a message from our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews, all from different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to check out all the information on the trends and action. Uh, it's where we always go when we're talking about the Coyotes. It's where I will be going for the next segment. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back. Carl Pavlock, Locked on Coyotes, just me for today. Um, Like I said, wanted to talk to you a little bit about what happened against the Blackhawks, preview the Blues a little bit. Uh, Hopefully we can give you a little bit more information on this one. Uh, If you are wagering, always remember to wager responsibly, uh, but make sure to check out our friends at BetOnline, uh, who I am using for the odds. Uh, Looks like the Blues are the favorites for this one um they are minus 170 uh plus 150 for the coyotes on the puck line um blues are minus 395 plus 342 for the coyotes on the money line over under is set at six and a half minus 115 if you bet the under plus 104 if you bet the over and this is a real interesting one the Blues have been pretty good lately. They are on a four-game point streak. They have wins in three of their last four. Um, and they have been getting some good offense. The Coyotes, on the other hand, have struggled to score the third goal. Again, it came up a lot last season. It's come up a couple times this season. But that third goal... It's just remaining elusive for them right now. Uh, there was quite a few occasions uh, against the um, against the Blackhawks where it looked like they were going to get it, like puck, like right in the paint, empty net situation. You just want them to do it, uh, and they did finally get it in overtime. Um, you know, sudden death goal, which is great to see. It's better than nothing, but I I, I wish the team was. You know, the team that we saw early last month where they just did not stop and they just kept up the offense as much as they could. Uh, that was definitely, you know, uh, an unusual circumstance. The Coyotes haven't played like that the rest of the year. And, you know, they're not going to likely play like that again. Many of those key players are injured now. So, I don't see the Coyotes having an easy recovery. Um, I I always like to 
to root for the Coyotes. I always, you know, think that they can go in winning any game. But this one, I'm I'm a little bit more hesitant on. Uh, I think this is going to be a good game for the Blues. I do not think they're going to take the Coyotes very lightly. Uh, I think they want to make sure that they secure their spot. And the Coyotes are a team that they have history with. Uh, we always talk about how you know rivalries really develop in playoff series because when you're seeing the same team over and over again, that's when you really start to not like each other. And that's a big part of rivalries. Um, but you know, while the Coyotes haven't been to the playoffs in a while, they did have that seven-game series last season, um, which definitely had a playoff atmosphere. Uh, the Blues are division rivals with the with the Desert Dogs. Like, I, I do not foresee them taking you know the Coyotes lightly at all. Uh, also, like I had mentioned, the Coyotes will be starting backup goaltender, AHL goaltender, Ivan Prosvetov. Um, so if that you know plays into it, I think he is one of the, you know, Coyotes goaltending of the goaltenders of the future. I th- still think that he has, you know, that role with the team. Uh, I think that's kind of what is expected for now. That could definitely change. Um, but there, there's a reason he spent most of his time in the AHL this season. Uh, the Blues uh, look like they're going to be starting Hoso. Uh, he was the first off the night per Jeremy Rutherford. Um, so he's been good. I think this one's going to be a tough one for the Coyotes. I think the Blues are going to win this one 4-2. to two. So you know, definitely, you know, you can bet on the Blues if you're following my advice. Uh, I would probably bet the under, uh, just because you know I I don't see the Coyotes necessarily adding too much to the point total. Uh, I can see the Blues scoring a couple goals, but I don't think it's going to get you know seven between the two. Uh, you never really know though. Uh, the Coyotes. You know, have momentum. They can definitely be, you know, a good team today. We have seen them come out and play some great hockey. I thought they looked really good in the second period against the against the Blackhawks, uh, which fortunately I wasn't able to talk too much about. But you know, if they can play like that for a full sixty minutes, who knows? They they can definitely have a chance. But I really just don't think that that's very likely um like i said at the top of the segment if you are gambling make sure to gamble responsibly uh i would also recommend checking out you know some blue side of things uh the coyotes are definitely in a not great situation right now in general but you know that doesn't mean that the blues are automatically you know going to going to win this one it's possible they're dealing with some stuff of their own uh doesn't look like it, uh, just from what I've seen uh, in writing about the game and not talking about the game. But you never know. There's there's potentially problems building under the circum, you know, under the surface. And I always want you to have the most information, you know, especially if it, if there's money involved. And you know, if you are looking for more information, uh, I do recommend giving Locked On Fantasy your next listen. The hosts are Steel Rod Rodden and Phil 
Flip Livingston, and they can help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, this um, we will hopefully be doing a recap of the game tomorrow, Robin and myself, and then we do have an episode coming up later this week, uh, part of our Grow the Game series. So definitely make sure to keep you know tuning in for that. Uh, if you like what you heard, make sure to like and subscribe. We are available wherever you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Um, so you can see my cat jumping into my lap on YouTube. Uh, follow the podcast wherever you follow podcasts. You can follow me at Carl Pavlock FFH on Twitter. Uh, Twitter for the podcast is LO underscore coyotes also on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. Thank you for making us a part of your uh, coyotes you know, journey this season. Uh, it's a, uh, it hasn't been an ideal start to the rebuild in a lot of ways, but you know, we're, we're surviving. We're almost through and there's definitely plenty of, you know, bright spots that we've seen. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you're staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.